Welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show that we try to bring to you every Saturday right here at the Comic Story and YouTube channel. It's filmed live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash comicstorian, the home of the Comic Storian podcast network where every Monday we talk about conspiracies, every Tuesday we try to review your, review your favorite comic books and talk about the latest news, and every Thursday we come up with something a little off-the-wall, discussion-oriented, hence this show. It's then uploaded to our Patreon at patreon.com slash comicstorian, unedited, and you get all the bloopers and the fun if you just go on over to there and support us through those means, and then you eventually get it here on Saturdays on the Comic Storian YouTube channel. It may look a little weird. We haven't really been able to do a proper episode because, one, there's been no generalized topics, and two, there's been nothing happening in the industry in general. And on top of all that, we weren't in the office to do the podcast. Since the quarantine situation doesn't look like it's going to be fully returning back to normal for a little while, we have come up with a way of bringing you a show, uh, I guess like a band-aided version of the show. Is that what we're going to call it? Sure. Andy? Why not? Andy? Dan? Sure, why not? Okay. They're not going to argue. They don't have anything to argue about. It's fine. Uh, And today's episode is also brought to you by two lovely and amazing sponsors. Dan, you want to take it from there? Yes, we are sponsored by Bespoke Post, where you can get 20% off your first monthly box using our code below and entering the code COMICS at checkout. And we're also sponsored today by ExpressVPN, where you can go to expressvpn.com slash comics and get an extra three months for free. All right, so uh, if, uh, we, we almost, almost canceled the show today again because we have nothing to talk about. And then something happened yesterday. Andy, you put it on our Instagram. What happened? Uh, let's see. What's today? What was yesterday? Oh, they uh, they finally gave a title to the Venom movie. Um, and then I think I don't rem- I don't think it was yesterday or maybe it might have been the day before they put out what the new official date for it is since it got pushed. Oh, I didn't see the date. I only heard the name. Yeah, it's it's June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one now. Instead okay. Of this year. okay. Well, I did find that a bit weird because Venom and Morbius they were keeping their dates. Mm-hmm. Like, Originally, yeah, they were yeah. for the longest time, yeah. Uh, just like right now, I think Wonder Woman is still August, uh, 1984, still in August time totally. frame. Yeah. It comes uh, out so- in August of 1984? Yes, yes, exactly. It was in the past. It's great. Uh, it's doing very well with the weird system. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it, was, it was weird because we were all kind of expecting Venom to get pushed back. Um, I think they were waiting to see what was going to happen with the movies industry. And I think mm-hmm. the big problem we're running into now uh, without going too deeply into the current situation of the world, because we've done more than enough discussions about that at this point, uh, I think movie industries are looking at the fact that like AMC's gone bankrupt, uh, and people aren't like we're we're starting to reopen in various locations slowly, but people aren't rushing to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like a closed space with centralized air. Like, <laughs> I don't see the problem. That costs three times as much as if you went to like a normal restaurant for some food. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The food's not terrible if you get the pork nachos, Dan. I like their their pretzel sticks and beer cheese, or the white the white queso. Oh, see, that's a reason to go to the theaters right there. Pretzel sticks and white queso. <laughs> Dan doesn't even go to get a go to see a movie. He just goes goes to the snack bar and then leaves. <laughs> Honestly, if I could go in and actually just order those and then just leave, I totally would. But they have to, they need to get your ticket for them. No, they don't. Do they? I don't know. Really. Oh my god! No, gosh. they get your ticket so they can deliver it to you. If you just say, "I'm just here to get a snack on my lunch break" or something, they'll hand you the food. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing soon when they open up. <laughs> I'm going to get myself Dan some pretzel sticks and white queso. Just to get some pretzels and beer cheese. It's good. And they serve beer. You could just—I'll ha- just have it at the beer counter. 
like this. Um, but yeah, so obviously movies got pushed back, which luckily that has given us a topic to discuss today. Uh, Carnage. We are going to be talking about the people who have hosted Carnage as one of our topics. Like I have a, a potential second one, depending how long this first one goes, but I'm not going to name the second one because people get excited about it and then we don't do it. <laughs> smart man, smart man. We can yeah. stretch it out to See? a second episode. Well, now now we have, we have like three Carnage things. So... People who have worn the Carnage symbiote. Now, this one, I mean, I'm a Carnage fan. I'm a Venom fan, and I can't think of that many. Andy, can you think of anybody off the top of your head other than Cletus Cassidy, the obvious one, that has worn Carnage? That has worn Carnage? Yeah. Well, obviously, there was uh, Norman Osborn did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's two. Yep. Yeah. I think recently, technically, it mixed with the Venom symbiote, so Eddie did. But like, um, are we going to count that? I mean, he was host to the Carnage Symbiote, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, by definition. But it was mixed. It was more like Venage. It's well, still part Carnage. <laughs> Symbiast. Would it be Carnage or Carnum? doesn't mean it's any worse, Ben. Anyway. Carnum, um, maybe? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you sell? Carnum? It's Carnum. Carnum. Yeah. <laughs> Varnage. Varnage. Um, that sounds like the stuff you put on your deck to prevent staining. Yeah, yeah, like a varnish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't honestly think of any others off the top of my head. Generally, I always think of Cletus Cassidy when you think of Carnage. Right. Dan, um, can you think of anyone to add to that? Because I didn't. I've totally forgot about Norman. There's um, Normie, the grandson. True, the kid. Because we got Child's, what was it, Child Goblin, I think they called him. Yeah. Um, we had Spider-Man for like a very, very brief time. I can't remember if it was in the comics or in the show, but I do believe. I don't Carnage. know if this list is going this, this list has seventeen people. Um, yeah, is this going to be like when we did the the Spider Man girlfriend list, and it was like anybody Carnage his glance stat right. technically counts. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a feeling it probably will with seventeen. Carnage possessed a cat at one point, I believe. That was Catnage. Catnage. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so part of the fun that we're going to have to have today to make this list last, right? We have to give the name to each version, okay? So would it be bro. Normage? All right. Is that Norman 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 Wait, wait, we're not there yep. yet. We're not, yep. Let's yep. not get ahead of the. Let's not put the, the horse before Carney. the cart. Uh, can, can you post the uh, the link in our little chat here so I can see what the people are? Um, uh, oh, you want to start preemptively planning it? No, I just so I can actually see the different carnages. Carnage? Carnage. <laughs> What's the plural? I like it. We're starting a what is plural carnage, Andy? <laughs> carnage. Um all right, so taking it at the I top, number seventeen of- out of seventeen is Cletus Cassidy. What? I didn't know he had this symbiote. Yeah, I know it's weird. Played by the one, if one of these isn't Woody Harrelson, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then whoever wrote this is an idiot. Is right. an idiot. So moving down, um, I don't need to read the thing about Carnage with Cletus Cassidy. I think if you know who Carnage is, that is the primary host. If you don't mm-hmm. know who Carnage is, well, why are you watching I mean, this show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number sixteen is. Oh, we're already going down the glance at Andy. Yeah, I what Stacy? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I like that it even has in parentheses. Kinda. I mean, a little. Kinda. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man changed a lot of circumstances around Peter Parker's crime-fighting adventures, but still finds a way to kill Gwen Stacy. I mean, uh, if she, there's one thing she's good for. <laughs> it's dying. That, it's dying. Well, I mean, it, yeah, and I mean, even now she's kind of died a couple times, hasn't she? 
a couple times. That character's died more often than uh, not. Let's see who dies a lot. Jason Somebody Todd. who dies a lot. I don't know. <laughs> Uncle Ben. In these comics, He's only died Kurt the Car- one time. It dies no, more than the X Men in current continuity, where they can die and come back every now and then. They. She's no, died Uncle more ben often Spider-verse. than Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's saying something. In these Gene comics, Gray, Kurt a- Connors have created Carnage in a lab partially from Spider-Man's DNA. This version isn't Venom's offspring so much as it's more of a volatile version of the same experiment. Carnage kills Gwen Stacy, but she shows up later like nothing ever happened. But in the Clone Saga story, we find that Gwen is actually Carnage, who'd absorbed Stacy and created a duplicate of her that remains intact until stress triggers it into reverting back to its familiar red and black form. It fights the Fantastic Four, but the team quickly captures it. This is a weird case because it isn't so much the Carnage symbiote bonding with Gwen, like the Venom a Venom entity covering Eddie Brock. Instead, it's walking around looking like her, like a creature out of John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, yeah see? So she wasn't bonded with it. Are we going to count it? No? I think this I this count one it. counts a little bit more than if it was just a, hey, so it jumped on her for like a minute and a page in a comic and then jumped off. This one, at I mean, least, guess, it's kind of like, it, I can see where they're going with it. I can see where they're going with it, but it didn't actually bond with her. It just... It bonded with I don't her know, DNA. Walked around with like a Gwen Stacy face. It looks like it bonded with her DNA, but did not bond to her as a symbiote. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> or neither. Uh, number 15 is Dr. Ted as knees or knives, whatever. Um, when Cletus Cassidy presumably dies in Captain America Civil War, the symbiote flies back down to Earth, winding up on industrialist Michael Hall, who uses the organism's unique properties to create prosthetic limbs. One of them goes to a psychiatrist named Dr. Tannis Knives, or Neves, whose Nevis. patients include Carnage's old girlfriend, Shriek. Well, that's convenient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> While Everybody she's recovering- is linked in comics. Yeah, yeah. Yep. While she's recovering at Hall's facility, a bit of the alien goo in her new arm takes control and forces her to free the rest of it from its holding tank. The symbiote bonds with the doctor, creating a new carnage that goes to rescue its original host from one of the facilities. Cassidy, who failed to die in space because the alien goo protected him, reclaims the rest of his suit and becomes carnage again. I do not remember any of that. <laughs> nope. Not even a I, little bit. I remember it only slightly from the start of uh, Web of Venom when they go through the story of uh, Cletus Cassidy, of how he like died in space but didn't die and then came back, and they're all like, oh, he's our god. That's how I expected them in their cult going, <laughs> I thought oh, I'm coming back our god. Thing, like he went to space and then back a second time. He did it like four times and died I each mean, time and came back Once, each once time. they said that the symbiotes were from a planet of symbiotes, I felt like they just constantly went to space. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Carnage has been in space more often than the X-Men. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing random weird jokes. You're just going to compare them All right, Andy, so what, what would you name that version of Carnage and the Gwen version? Uh, well, obviously you, the Gwen version is Gwenage. That's yep. easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say you are now our, uh, what's his name, Vibe? Yeah, Vibe what's, from what, what's uh, yeah, re- yeah. Sure. Cisco. <laughs> Cisco, you got to name all our villains. <laughs> uh, this one is um, the one-armed Carnage. Oh, I was gonna. Go, <laughs> okay. I was gonna go with Doctor Tarnage Neves. Tarnage Neves. <laughs> it's all just a pun on the word Carnage. We got to. I mean, that's that's the only that's way fair. you name Based things. Based off the in next comics. one's picture, I'm calling him Tongueage. Okay, <laughs> Dan, what are you gonna call Carl Malice? The number fourteen. Carlnage. 
Superior Carnage follows the wizard's plan to rebuild the long-standing villainous supergroup known as the Frightful Four, consisting of himself, Claw Carnage, and Dr. Carl Malice. He hopes to use his mind-control powers to keep the killer symbiote under control, but that plan fails because he has nothing to manipulate. Injuries from the previous battle with the Scarlet Spider have left Cassidy more or less lobotomized, so the monster ends up going on a rampage instead. Claw uses the sonic powers to subdue the marauding carnage, and the wizard arranges to have the symbiote, which is ingrained into Cassidy's bloodstream at this point, transferred to Malice via a transfusion. The new superior carnage sports a new look and a love for guns, as well as a functioning brain that allows the wizard to keep, keep it doing his bidding. But the whole scheme depends on the wizard not dying, which he definitely was, of a brain tumor. The superior Spider-Man who is Otto Octavius' mind in Peter Parker's stolen body, dropped him off a roof. <laughs> okay. Love it. <laughs> Has you got, have you guys ever tried dropping people off roofs? <laughs> I don't know what you guys are complaining about. Watch this. Watch this. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just push him off a roof. It's a lot more useful than you'd think. <laughs> Wizard loses control of Carnage, who kills Claw. Resulting Sonic explosion blasts the symbiote off of Malice's body. Bringing us to number 13 on this list. The wizard. Okay. I definitely was picturing uh, Carnage with a wizard hat. That would have been cooler. Yes. Pew! <laughs> lightning! Firebolt! Like, yeah, yeah, Firebolt! Yeah. <laughs> it's like Carnage, but like Gandalf cosplay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he goes on to the wizard, making him the third host in this five-issue storyline. The new, new Carnage eats poor Malice, battles Superior Spider-Man until the web-slinger makes a risky play, bringing in Cletus Cassidy's unconscious body to entice the symbiote to abandon its new home. The Iliad goes for it, leaving the wizard intentionally making the removal as painful as possible. It bonds with Cassidy again, which really doesn't solve the whole Carnage is going to kill everyone problem. That is true. <laughs> Um, the brief contact with the symbiote cured both the wizard's terminal illness and C Cassidy's lobotomy, and they both get a newfound good health in jail. Wait, it, it cured the lobotomy? I, I don't remember that, that I don't staying around. It's comic books. That's the weirdest thing you think is from that statement? <laughs> yeah. um, all right. What I, are you a wizard go? carnage wizard? makes total sense. But Give me a lobotomy. name for wizard carnage. Wizridge. 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 <laughs> Uh, what? It's not good. I, <laughs> I'm waiting. The Carnagician. I, just, I literally just said it. The Carnagician. That's mine. Oh, it's the magician what? mixed with Carnage. The Carnagician. Carnagician. Okay. I hope a magician's not on here, because then I got to come up with something new. Even then. All right. Number twelve is Carla Unger, and after the events of Superior. <laughs> Did you say like cholera? I think it kind of cholera. After the events of Superior Carnage, Cassidy went back to prison while Superior Spider-Man was sent neutered bits of the alien goo to labs for study. Carla Un Unger is researching one of them and it leaps through her microscope and into her eye. Ooh, uh. She returns home where the anger at her abusive husband helps the symbiote take over her body, unleashing Carnage. And from the image, Carnage with boobs, because it's literally just Carnage with boobs. It's boobage. All it is. Boobage. Do you like Carnage as a character? Would you like him more with boobs? <laughs> <laughs> 
It kills Mr. Unger, which, uh, which the host is fine with, but the good news stops there as the symbiote's true goal is to get back to Cassidy, its favorite host. It starts making its way towards him, but only after eating Unger from inside out to make itself bigger like the organism from the blob. Jesus. If you're keeping track, Carnage is like the thing and the blob. It's all terrifying alien goo monsters simultaneously. The symbiote hops from body to body until it reaches Cassidy, whom the prison psychiatrist has murdered in a bid to in a bid to be the next Carnage. Oh, and, but its but its healing powers can even cure death. And the original team gets back together once again. If the rest of this list is the different people it bounced between from Carla Unich <laughs> to get to Cletus Random Cassidy. lady at the store. <laughs> the receptionist. <laughs> the check. She didn't even have a name. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Number 11. Matthew McCarnage. I'm just going to say the name, and I want to hear your guys' versions. Moose Mansfield. Moose Ridge. (laughs) I'm just pitching a moose with the Carnage symbiote. That would be Uh, awesome. Oh, now that I think about it, we should have included everyone that was in Carnage USA. Captain America, The Thing, Wolverine, all of them had the Carnage symbiote, now that I think about we it. We haven't got that far uh, down, Dan. They might the, be on this list. Yeah, we're only at 11. Ah, dang it. I like Moose Ridge. Moose Ridge. Okay. Not all of Carnage's hosts use its powers for evil. Some actually fight against the symbiote's control and use it for noble purposes. In the amazing Spider-Girl series, which follows the adventures of May Mayday Parker, who takes up her father's tradition of balancing the arachnid-based crime fighting with the needs and stresses of high school life, and along with her father's amazing superpower, she also inherits some of his enemies. Carnage breaks out of shield containment Whoa. and gloms onto Maurice Moose Mansfield which also continues to be a long-held tradition of spider people knowing their foes personally. Moose thinks that he can use Carnage's restorative powers to cure his dad's cancer, which we buy because the thing cured death once. (laughs) Peter Parker arrives with some armor that... With some armor that fires sonic blasts powerful enough to kill Carnage, and Spider-Girl destroys it before Moose can save his father. The Elder Mansfield isn't the only casualty. No, that's sad. I've changed my name for that one. It's now Carnoose. Carnoose? Yes, Carnoose. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Carnus. What what does Carnoose like to do? It open portals. Yes! It took Whoa! me a second. It took me a second. But I got That's because that was a bad setup. Was- <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Bespoke Post. If you're like me, your mailbox is pretty depressing. Filled with junk mail, bills, political flyers, and a stupid amount of coupons. But once a month, I get very excited checking my mail because of my monthly box of awesome from Bespoke Post. I'm still amazed at the amazing quality of the Damascus steel knife I received in one of my boxes of awesome. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you like, Box of Awesome has you covered. The boxes can contain anything from barware to cooking tools to outdoor gear to style and grooming goods. To get started, take the quiz at theboxofawesome.com and your answers will help them pick out the best box of awesome for you. It's free to sign up and you could skip a month or cancel at any time. Each box only costs $45, but packs more than $70 worth of gear. Get $20 off your first monthly box when you sign up for theboxofawesome.com and enter the code COMICS at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com and use the code COMICS for 20% off your first box. My my thought was, what what do moose do for fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eat leaves. Eat, yeah, oh, eat leaves. Meander through Canada. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Canada, they've got portals. <laughs> <laughs>
and it portal comes... closed. Bringing us to number 10 out of 17, Benji Parker. Ooh, I don't remember that happening. While the new Carnage. It's yeah. now Carnegie. Carnegie. While the new. <laughs> I hate the delay on the internet. <laughs> Carnegie's good, though. I like Carnegie. Solid, yeah. Yeah. Carnegie? Okay. Mm-hmm. While the new Carnegie is running around causing trouble, by which we mean attacking everyone he sees, he stops by Peter Parker's house in search of revenge for all that Spider-Man has caused, all the trouble that he's caused in the past. It kidnaps the infant son, Ben, infecting it with a tiny part of itself to make the smallest and most adorable carnage ever. Carnegie. It says it right there. Uh, and, and you can appreciate its cuteness. Wh- you can appreciate its cuteness when we're outside the comic book where it can't kill us. <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker shows up with sonic weapons, and he freezes when he sees Carnegie, as May has to take the shot herself. The blast removes the tiny symbiote from the infant, which gives Benji hearing loss, but exposure to the alien also also accelerates the development of his own spider powers, and he sets to crawling on ceilings, making his own organic webs before he can walk. Because you got a sling before you can run, apparently. So we're clear, if I had a child and it was taken over by a murderous symbiote from space, I would put that child down so quickly. <laughs> would you? Give a shit. Don't give a shit. <laughs> and he's like, this is why we have guns. <laughs> so in case I have to take care of my murderous child. And he's like, they all said I was crazy when I said I was going to prepare for this moment. But they but didn't who's crazy now? I mean, it's probably still me, if I'm being... Number nine is Peter Parker. Hey. Yeah, it is from the show. Okay. Oh, from both shows. Uh, what? What's the name of Peter Parker Carnage? Peter Parnage. Uh, (laughs) I like it. That's good. Peter Parnage. Yeah, yeah, I like it. (laughs) Peter Parnage? (laughs) Peter Parnage. Spider-Man himself has become the Carnage in two of the Webhead's animated series. In the 1994 version, Spider-Carnage is an alternate version of Peter Parker. That version of uh, that universe of Spider-Man is a clone of this one who changed his name to Ben Riley and eventually became the host of the evil symbiote and came up with an idea to obliterate the multiverse. A bunch of Spider-Mans... What's that? We've all been there. Yep. A bunch of Spider-Mans of different Earths team up to stop that from happening after a lot of 90s animated craziness. The Ultimate Spider-Man series has Green Goblin ejecting Peter with the Venom Serum, which reacts poorly to his irradiated spider biology, and the black suit mutates into more of a chaotic, spiky version, and Goblin sends his new minion out to kill all of Spider-Man's friends, and Spidey, because he doesn't know whom he kidnapped. (laughs) Harry Osborn, who is the Venom of this universe, convinces the symbiote to leave Peter and return to him, and it solves the Carnage problem, but then Venom is running around, which is only slightly better in most cases. (laughs) Is that an improvement? Well, relatively speaking, yes, but uh, we we should keep keep an eye on that. All right, Andy, this is a challenging one for you. Number eight, John Jonah Jameson III. Uh, that would be J.J. Carnage the Third. It's an easy one. That's way better like than it. what mine was. What was yours? Carn Carna Carnison the Third. Oh, you, you should have just gone with C.C. Carnage the Third. C.C. Carnage the Third, Esquire. There you go. 
1996, <laughs> Web of Carnage storyline has Peter Parker's clone, Ben Riley, who is also working as Spider-Man, juggling two mysteries. One is the skeleton in a Spidey closet that appears to be yet another genetic copy of Parker. The other, more relevant puzzle, concerns the reports of a Carnage-like figure terrorizing New York. But Cletus Cassidy is still locked up in Ravencross Insane Asylum with a cell his captures designed specifically to keep the symbiote in check. So Riley tracks down the possible imposter to figure out what's going on. He discovers that the monster is in fact Carnage and its new host, John Jonah Jameson III, son of Daily Bugle editor Jameson, son of the Daily Bugle editor. Jameson works as a Ravencroft's chief of security, which for the record, he does to this day, mm -hmm. and you would think yes. that he would have quit at some point. Fine. You <laughs> I mean, would he's think. a werewolf by night. Where, where else is he going to get a job? Okay. To be good. fair, we're also in a, in a world where, like, weekly alien attacks in New York happen and people still live there, so... That is true, yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally would have moved to the Midwest a while ago. <laughs> I would have, and then I would have seen Carnage USA, and I'm like, oh, it's son of a bitch. I can't get out of it. can't get away from <laughs> this anywhere. Everywhere. All right, number seven is Ben Riley. That same plot where Ben Riley defeats him, the Carnage symbiote leaves him to bond with Ben Riley, created the comic book version of Spider Con Carnage. The new creature goes on a rampage, despite Riley's constant efforts to assert mental control. It goes to Peter Parker, where the alien demands Riley kill its old enemy, but the hero manages to stifle the urge. Eventually, Spider Carnage returns to Ravencroft so that Riley can ask Cassidy for tips on keeping the symbiote from killing everyone. But... And that's a little bit like asking for driving advice from a person with multiple DUIs. But the comics don't always make complete sense. <laughs> First of all, comics very rarely make any sense. Yeah. The symbiote, sensing its old host is near, leaves Riley, gets into Cassidy's cell via the plumbing, which, which is how it escaped in the first place. The two combine yet again because Marvel writers just can't keep them apart, even when somebody literally rips them in half and leaves them floating in space. Bringing us to number six, <clears throat> Canis Cassidy. Andy? Uh, Canis Cassidy? Yeah. Uh, this is the challenging one. <laughs> Canis Carnigidy. <laughs> no, I'm not taking that one, Dan. Canage. Canage Cassidy. Can you got to say it with All the right. accent. Canage Cassidy. Canage Cassidy. <laughs> In the Marvel 1602 series, it tells the adventures of a group of heroes from Earth 311, which is like the regular universe, but 400 years in the past. It was created when Steve Rogers traveled through time and created an alternate timeline that had the usual heroes and villains appearing centuries earlier than they should have. This is a long way of saying Iron Man, but in colonial America. But that's how it happened. In 1602, it has its own version of Carnage. Can't... What? Canage Cassidy. You can't say it without the accent now. I know. Canage Cassidy, which describes his symbiote as a demon and leads an evil team called the Sinister Sextit. Sextit? Sextit. Sextit. Like a quartet, but with six people. Right. His partners are the old-time versions of Craven the Hunter, Karnov, the, the Lizard, Reptile, Mysterio, Magnus, Hobgoblin, and Electro. I guess they didn't I like get how they didn't change those names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they sound good, right? Uh, they appear in the first issue of the 2015 run Amazing Spider-Man in which they rob the cathedral. But a team of Spider-Folk from different dimensions who have been running around fighting crime in dimensions that lack their own Spider-Man thwart the evil plan. Was this Web Warriors? It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah it sounds it does, like yeah. an issue of Web I Warriors. I like how they end it with, it's an incredibly complicated storyline. <laughs> 
as as is anything with Spider-Man in it. <laughs> oh, actually, Andy, the next one is going to go on our on our, our new series that we're supposed to be working on, in case you missed it, in which we tell you oh. the weird stuff that happened in the TV shows that have never been in comic books. Okay, I'm glad we talked about this on the show. Right. Well, I, I mentioned it to you briefly like two weeks ago. We never tackled it. I really don't think you did, but continue. I did, because I said I want to talk about the Carnage Queen, which is number five. Okay, okay. Anyway, Mary Jane Watson. Uh, the three-part symbiote saga in the Ultimate Spider-Man animated series has Carnage returning to infect several different characters, including Dr. Octopus and some of the Avengers. But we're focused on the scene in the third part when the symbiote combines with Mary Jane Watson to create the Carnage Queen. Carnage Queen exists to bring, the, uh, to bring order to the symbiote. Even though this version of the villain is a lab experiment instead of an alien, it's still sentient, and the Queen provides a central mind to organize it. This mostly means creating surprisingly cute, surprisingly cute mini carnages to attack Spider-Man and Venom, but the plan doesn't get very far. Eventually, Spider-Man, Agent Venom, and Patrioteer, Patriotic Tear, help Mary Jane break the symbiote's hold by revealing their secret identities. The gesture and the knowledge that her friends believe in her is so inspiring that she wills Carnage to cartoonishly explode off of her. But a bit of the substance stays behind, and she later gains complete control over the organism, using it to become this show's version of Spider-Woman. It's actually kind of wow, cool. that show sucked. <laughs> that, that's kind of cool. I like the suit. I like how it looks on her. Yeah, you do. Carnage Queen. All right, number four is Amalgam Bizarro. Hell yeah. In the Amalgam comics, combining Marvel and DC characters into strange and often amazing new versions, the relevant one in this case is Bizarnage. Yep. Andy, name that not Bizarnage. <laughs> no, we're going with Bizarnage. I have this issue. It's friggin' awesome. Is, is it? Yep. Which mixes the Carnage symbiote from Marvel with DC's Bizarro, who himself is a weird copy of Superman. Are you confused yet? We are. Bizarnage is a failed experiment at Cadmus Labs that aims to that aims to synthesize. Synth I can't say that apparently. Take your time. Use your work. Synthesize alien DNA. It escapes in nat it escapes naturally, and it really wants to bond with Spider Boy, who's amalgam's fusion of Spider Boy and Spider Man. It merges with a few other characters along the way, but the crossover's cast is so convoluted that it would take too long to explain. Our favorite thing about Bizarnage is that it has a oh term it has a term for the act of taking a host. It calls the process Oh god. Bizarnagizing. Bizarnagizing. Yeah, seriously. Bizarnagizing. How did you how did you not do say that word? <laughs> That's a very easy to say word, man. Yeah, Come it's on. basically just say energizing, but add bizarre. <laughs> on the front. <laughs> Which is so weird, we couldn't help but be on board of it. I, I also want to comment, it looks like anti-venom. It yeah, does. It, yeah. it really yeah. does. I did not see that, and my first thought was definitely not Carnage? Also, I don't know why Carnage would pair up with Bizarro. Like, most of those amalgam combinations, they had something related to each other, but I don't really no, no, relate. No. In the original amalgams from the 90s, that was not the case. It was literally like they threw darts at a board and went, <laughs> awesome, we're mixing these characters. <laughs> He's not wrong. I mean, like, think about this for a moment. If you had the option to merge Spider-Man with anyone, why would you have picked Superboy? If you had the option of taking Bruce Wayne, why would you merge Batman and Wolverine. 
<laughs> Batman and Wolverine. No, no, no. That's not even the, the best one. Just they kidding, merged Bruce that. Wayne with Shield, Nick Fury. Yes, with Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They took Batman and Bruce Wayne and were like, they're separate characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not I even forgot the same about anymore. that. Oh yep. my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, number Doctor, three. Do, my favorite, I think, would, of the of the amalgams would have to been Doctor Doom and uh, Doomsday. So it was Doctor <laughs> Doomsday, <laughs> and I assume they did that just so they could call him Doctor Doomsday. Number three is Otto Octavius. Uh, we already mentioned that Carter takes over Doctor Octopus in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, but two decades before that, Doc Ock hosts the symbiote as the final boss of the 2000 Spider-Man video game. An amazing game. Is that the Treyarch one? The first one that was good? Is it, Andy? Do you know? The I have no idea. Sure. Yeah, why not? The story has Octavius and Carnage plotting to clone the alien and infect all of New York with symbiotes. They mask their activities with a blanket of poison fog, which coincidentally hides the fact that all of the buildings Spider-Man spends the whole game crawling around disappearing to nothing with a street, no street in sight. That's yep, true. that was that one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that had to be the first one then, yeah, where you couldn't, you couldn't get off of the rooftops. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the fact that, was everybody dying in the streets below you? And it doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not the most Spider-Man thing we've ever done in a game. Oh, yeah. You spend most of your time running from Monster Oct. Yeah. But it's, yeah. So, all right. Number two is the Silver Surfer. The Carnage symbiote has changed bodies for a, oh, wait, Andy, the what are you going to call this one? Silver Surfer? Yeah. Um, either the Silver Carnage, because that's an easy one, or the Carnage Surfer. <laughs> Now you're just cheating. All right. The Carnage symbiote has changed bodies for a variety of reasons over the years. You can usually depend on it to go in a general in the general direction of Kalidas Cassidy because as its first host, the two of them share a special bond. But also it but it also leaves one person when a stronger one comes along. But on at least one occasion it has abandoned even Cassidy for far more powerful motives. Carnage encounters the Silver Surfer when the former Herald of Galactus sees the monster fighting Spider-Man and steps in to help the web-slinger out. Upon sensing Surfer's presence, the symbiote flees, later engulfing the cosmic hero when he goes in pursuit. When the Surfer is still scouting out worlds for Galactus to eat, he marks the symbiote's home planet for consumption. The ones who survived retain a genetic memory of the event, and it absorbs him to get revenge. After an intense battle of wills in space, the Surfer returns to Earth, giving the alien back to Cassidy. But he encases the killer in an impenetrable shield of energy, so he can sit there and think about what he did, presumably forever. What book is this? You sit in the corner and you think about what you did, Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad symbiote. Bad symbiote. <laughs> what, what book is that? I don't even know what book that is. I have no idea. I've never even heard of this one. Well, you know what? I'm going to look for what comic this is so that we can possibly cover it on the channel. And while I'm doing that, enjoy the portal! Today's podcast is sponsored by ExpressVPN. By now, I'm sure you know that ExpressVPN protects your privacy and keeps you secure online, right? Well, there's something else you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Do you find yourself waiting to watch a show that's on Netflix only to learn that it's not available in your country? Well, ExpressVPN has a way that you can watch it too. It's super simple. Let's say you want to watch Doctor Who on the UK Netflix. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change your location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and boom, now you can watch Doctor Who on the UK Netflix without leaving your home. 
It's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN will work with any streaming device like Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and more. If you visit my special link right now at expressvpn.com comics, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself with ExpressVPN at expressvpn.com comics. The portal closes. All right, this brings us to number one. Let's say a guess. Andy, what do you think number one is? Because you have it open. Uh, <laughs> all of Doverton, Colorado. Okay, what are you going to name them? Uh, well, so Dovertons would have been Dovertoninians, Coloradians, <laughs> so we're going to call them Car- Carnegidians. <laughs> I was hoping you were just going to say, I would call it Carnage USA. Ba-dum. No, that's lame. That's a joke you would make. It's Carnarado. Colorado. That's a good one. After the events of the first Carnage miniseries, Cassidy and his symbiote other half return in 2011's Carnage USA. The story has them infiltrating and completely controlling Doverton, a small Colorado meatpacking town. The alien part eats a bunch of cattle to build its mass strong enough to make this possible, and then it travels to the water system to get to the population. A team of Avengers, mm. Spider-Man, Captain America, The Thing, Hawkeye, and Wolverine, arrive to investigate the trouble, and everyone but Spider-Man ends up, ends up under the villain's sway. The government sends in a squad of symbiote-enhanced soldiers, which includes Tannis Neves, who's now calling herself Scorn, Flash Thompson, a.k.a. Agent Venom, also ends up going, making Carnage USA one of the most symbiote-dense stories stories in existence this was clearly before uh the most recent carnage storyline absolute yes. carnage <laughs> so yeah that is that is pretty cool uh not much more to say on the carnage situation is there uh there is what i got nothing i, I just <laughs> want to argue with you oh okay but you know what else you know what else has gone on you know what else? I'm throwing this in as a, as a, as a uh, additional thing. Uh, the new movie, Mortal Kombat Scorpion, came out. Uh, what is the mm. official name of that? I, I'm going somewhere with this. Scorpion's Revenge. Scorpion's oh. Revenge. I was going to say Scorpion's we Origin. Were, I'm like, that's not right. I thought we were combining <laughs> Scorpion with Carnage. No, no, no. I was going to no, say, Scorpion be taken over by Carnage? I would love no, to No, but I wanted to say is I did watch it. If you're a Mortal Kombat fan, it is amazing. Uh, we were gifted it by WB, so I do need to state that. But I do want to say it. I did enjoy it a lot. I thought it was really good. I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat in general, if you've been a fan of us. This is going somewhere because it's going to go into our next quick list. Since we talked about Carnage, just talk about everyone's favorite Mortal Kombat character. Ten interesting facts about Scorpion you might not know. Both of these are from Screen Rant, by the way. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I don't know any of them. What a weird freaking segue. <laughs> very, very Well, since weird. we talked about Carnage from Marvel Comics, we might as well talk about Scorpion from the game Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they both begin with an M and should have a C as their second part, but because they couldn't spell combat, right, it's a K. Uh, his real name has historical implications. Uh, oh my his gosh. name is Hanzo Ha... I can never say his last name properly. Hanzo... Hitori. Hattori? No, it's uh, Hanzo Sashi. Scorpion. That's, that's Hanzo his name. Scorpion. <laughs> uh, yes, I am Hanzo Scorpion. Uh, he's, he's cousin to Hank Scorpion. Scorpio. Ha- send me the uh, send the link, man. Is it Hank Scorpio? Uh, Hank Scorpion? It's it's Hisashi. Hanzo Hisashi. How can you not say Hisashi? <laughs> you can't say like the simplest things, which doesn't make any sense. Can't. <laughs> Um, but yes, it's referring to Hattori Hanzo, the famous swords maker. That was the point yes. of that. Mm-hmm. Number nine is that his signature weapon is actually a farming tool. 
His signature. That's right. He, he's generally he's in the field screaming at the weed. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, he has something for something like a spearhead called a kanai. Several anime, manga, and ninja characters in pop culture utilize them as their weapons, but but the addition of the chain makes Scorpion's kanai unique. Addition, originally, blades like kanai were used as masonry and farming tools in Japan. It's later that ninjas began to realize that these sharpened everyday tools make for very convenient weapons. Often, kanai have a hole on one end that can be used to be attached to a rope. Hence, it can be used to climb rocks or throw at a long at a long range enemy, as Scorpion does. I'm pretty Fun. sure the plural of ninja is ninja. I thought it was ninjas. <laughs> I thought it was like ninjai. Did it I'm say pre- ninjas? I'm pretty sure it's I, later that ninja began to... Re- I don't think they're called ninjas or ninjai, Dan. Although I wish they were called ninjai. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Ninjai. <laughs> but I'm not crazy. It does say ninja. It does. No, I, okay. and I wasn't correcting you. I was correcting this. I was like, I was reading off of that. Did I mess it up? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Am I saying kunai? Am I saying kunai wrong? I don't kunai? know. It's, kunai, it's like kunai, kunai. Huh? I, think it's I don't know Japanese kunai. tools. I've always called him kunai. It's about a ninja named Harold who's going after White Castle, so he has his kunai weapon. (laughs) (laughs) And number eight is that the game is voiced by the game's creator, Ed Boon. Fun also fact, he's a noob sabat. His name is backwards. Man, he likes to get himself in that game all over the place, doesn't he? Uh, He came up with the signature line, get over here. Funny thing, he was actually, uh, (laughs) his kid came in the room and stole the kunai, and he was like, hey, get over here. And the recording was I, I just want, still going. They're like, ooh, keep that. Use that. I like it. I like to think that when coming up with the line, he tried out different things like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> no, Head in this direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gather around me. Number seven is that the actor, there's an actor who played both Scorpion and a Tekken character. Uh, the actor, Ian Anthony Dow, played the antagonist. Oh, God. Kuzai, uh, Kuzai. It's the father of Jin. Kazuya? In the Tekken series. Mishima? Yeah, Kazuya. Okay, but what's his character name? I don't know who you're talking about. You got to say the full <laughs> character name. Oh, God. Uh, Kazuya Mi- Mishimiya. Mishima. Mishima. There you go. I like when he adds extra letters. I know. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Because um, where did you get these extra letters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, this uh, word doesn't have enough vowels in it. That's but he also plays Scorpion in the web series Mortal Kombat Leg- Legacy. I never uh, saw him. Okay. Number six is that he's a chef as well, believe it or not, but Scorpion has skills in the kitchen. Uh, we got footage from a video titled Cooking with Scorpion from the Crypt in 2002's classic Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Uh, and in fact, later on, a YouTube channel called The Super Zeros even featured a cooking series where a person dressed as Scorpion cooked delicacies with various other guests from pop culture like Batman, Deadpool, and Freddy Krueger. Sure. Number five is that he has the highest number of skins. He has 30 costumes. That doesn't shock me. He's probably one of the most popular characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Definitely one of the most iconic upon, like, yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, him and, Scor- like, it. Yeah, exactly. Like him and Scorpion are, like... You mean Sub-Zero? Him and Scorpion. Him and Sub-Zero, yes, are probably, like, the two most iconic of the Mortal Kombat characters. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. This one's lame. Hey, did you know that he's played by different actors in the movies? What? <laughs> Uh, number three is that he inspired an Overwatch character. Hanzo ah. has inspired Hanzo. <laughs> but he doesn't scream, get over here while shooting his bow, does he? No, he screams. Something that was like a lot that. closer than me. <laughs> wow, that was like super inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> 
two white guys speaking <laughs> Japanese. I wasn't speaking okay. Japanese. I was speaking Overwatch, okay? There's a difference. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, I okay. I see when I read that one though, like I always love when they go, "Hey, so this one character was based off this other real person, but we're going to pretend that this character is based off that character instead of based off the original character, you know, the two that had the same name of Hanzo." No, right. instead it's the one. Well, yes. they're basing that off there's also apparently a costume where he's wearing the yellow ninja outfit and heavy boots. Hanzo has one? Yeah. All right, number two is that he's been a basketball player in NBA Jam Tournament Edition in 1995. <laughs> I like it. Of course. He's also showed up in The Grid, uh, the baseball game MLB Slugfest, and another shooting game called PsyOps, The Mindgate Conspiracy. That was a great game. Those graphics are top-notch for the, for the NBA Jam Tournament Edition in 1995. The more yeah. around, hey... Look at me, I'm Scorpion um, basketball. That's what he looks okay, like. Okay, I don't know if this is believable, and Andy's probably going to argue it from the beginning to the end. Oh, my God. Uh, the Terminator 2 thumbs up is a reference to Scorpion. How? Okay, hold on. Read this part, then. It's a subtle nod to the scene in Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. As Scorpion is finally defeated, he is similarly immersed in molten lava, and as he fades out, he too raises his hand with a thumbs up. Schwarzenegger's classic Terminator character also appeared as a playable character later in Mortal Kombat 11. I think that was reaching. I, I'm looking it up to see how close they look. Because if they look very, very similar, I'll give it to them. But that is one hell of a reach. That, hold on, Especially hold on. when you're like, oh, he showed up later in 2019. So they're saying that... Oh, no, no. They're saying that the, the what happens in the game is a nod, possibly a nod to Terminator 2, not vice versa. Oh, okay. You read it wrong. You read it wrong. I was going to say, Shaolin oh. Monks came out a lot yeah, longer there was some... afterward. Yeah, a lot well, that was, that was my argument. I was like, no, no. Yeah, there's no getting... way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I read it backwards then. My bad. Yeah, you read it backwards. Okay. Oh well, yeah, there's say, a subtle Shaolin nod Monks came out in like the two thousands. Yeah. I see it. So what do you think about Sh Scorpion now? Huh? Did it change your opinions of the uh, most amazing character in Mortal Kombat Eleven? All I know. Uh, I still prefer Sub Zero, and even more so when I learned that he was actually the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that retcon. Scorpion's popular. Well, he can't be the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scorpion, you know the guy who lost his soul in hell is the good guy. <laughs> Let's be honest. These days, though, with how much people loved uh, Joker and Thanos, they'd be like, no, make him the villain. That'll make him way more popular. That is true. I really yeah. hope that he has a red costume and it's a uh, Scorparnage. I was... What would be called Scorpion getting the Carnage symbiote? Scarnage. Ooh, Scarnage also works, too. Scarnage does actually work pretty well, yeah. Scarnage? What would Scarnage's special move be? Uh, he would say, get over here while shooting his kanai that's instead of a chain is wrapped around his symbiote? Eh, a little too easy. Dan, what would you give him? <laughs> I don't Game know. I was picturing the same. <laughs> I was picturing the same, but less of the yeah. get over here, more of like ripping their head off and eating it. Okay, so Scorpion gets the, the Carnage symbiote. Sub-Zero gets Venom. What is Sub-Zero's name? Sub-Zenom? <laughs> 
right. Sub Venom. Sub Venom. Wait, does that mean he's a lesser Venom or like a subsidiary of Venom? No, damn it. My name was Sub Zero, and now I'm got the Venom symbiote. I don't want to talk about it. Don't bring it up uh, with me. Talk to the higher ups. Yeah, it's not my fault. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of the Comics Experiment. We got our Carnage discussion in. We got our Scorpion discussion in. We've renamed Scarnage as our Scorpion-Carnage combo. If you're on YouTube, leave in the comments down below what you would call Scorpion and Sub-Zero getting Carnage and Venom. What that would be like. Would you even want to see that? Let's animate that. None of us can animate, but somebody do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can make stick figures. Yeah, stick fight. Love anyway, don't forget today's episode is aired live on twitch.tv slash comic story and every Thursday at about 2 p.m. Eastern on the Comic Story Podcast Network. We're bringing you a conspiracy show every Monday at about 2 p.m. Eastern. Every Tuesday is a comic book industry discussion and current releases discussion at about 5 p.m. Eastern. And we also do this show every Thursday talking about the comic book industry in general, ideas, discussions, philosophical stuff, whatever we feel like talking about. Today was going over a list about Carnage since they just announced him for Venom 2. Uh, if you do want to support the show, don't forget you can sub right here on Twitch or you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicstorian, where for only uh, $2, you get access to all of our stuff early that we create and you also get unedited versions of our podcasts. And on top of all of that, today's episode, as I told you in the middle of the episode, is brought to you by Bespoke Post and ExpressVPN. And any one of those four methods will help keep this show on the air and we can chat with you. If you're watching live on Twitch, stick around as we'll be doing a post show in which we start prepping up our D&D game of superheroes and that's right you viewers on YouTube we're prepping that as one of our next comics experiments to kill time until stuff happens again in the industry yay <laughs>